Welcome to you, me, and our couple's therapy podcast without the therapist. Here we will be talking about infertility, parenting, and everything in between. Hello and welcome to you, me, and I'm Jordan. I'm the you part of this podcast. I'm Kirsty. I'm the me part. And thank you once again for joining us. If you are joining us once again, and if this is your first time joining us, welcome along to the ride. Yeah, and this is episode three now, is it? Technically three, but this is number four, because we did the episode zero. Oh yeah, the pilot, but I have deleted that now. Yes, I've noticed that. (laughs) It sounded so bad. I couldn't keep it on. It sounded so bad. Yeah, I was looking for it before and I was like, hold on a second. (laughs) Why is it not there anymore? Yeah, we are absolute amateurs at this. We've upgraded though from the first week. We're sat like at a table instead of on the floor now. Yeah, that was quite a good idea actually. I didn't think it was going to work. Yeah, I know. I've said it every week. I've not been listening to you then. Clearly. Yeah. Doesn't really (laughs) surprise me, but never mind. So what we're going to be discussing this week then? What's, What's been happening? Well, this week um, things have actually been happening, so they we've have. actually got In things our to fertility dis- journey. Yeah. Things are actually happening. We've actually got things to discuss for once, like properly. So I went for my investigations appointment yep. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that was my first time at the fertility clinic. It was a lovely rainy day. Can I just put in there? Yeah, it was horrible rainy day. Yeah. But yeah, I was really nervous before we went, but... I could, well, obviously I could tell you were. Mm. Even from, like, getting up in the morning, you mm-hmm. just were not speaking. You, you, like, when I come down and stuff, you're normally on your phone anyway, but <laughs> that morning you were just not talking to anyone. Yeah. Even, like, Oakley. I was just it like... It felt like you just weren't really with us in this house. It, I know. It really felt like you were elsewhere. Well, I was in my head. Mm. I was in my head just thinking about it all. I don't know why I was nervous, but I always get like really nervous anyway whenever I go to like new places. So the fact that it was a new place and I didn't really know what to inspect. Inspect? (laughs) I didn't really know what to expect either. Don't tell them you're inspecting. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect Mm -hmm. because all it said on the letter was investigations. So Did um, you ask anyone... Kind of what was going to be happening. No. I just Googled. Oh, right. right, okay. Because go- normally... Well, yeah, Google's the yeah, kind of first <laughs> first point of call. But, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't ask anyone no. about it. Because I'm sure there would have been someone that would have kind of said what was going to be Do happening. You mean, like on Instagram and that? Yeah, or, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen... Obviously, I've seen like what other people have gone through and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different types of like in- investigative... Whatever the word is. Like, yeah. things that you can go through. Mm-hmm. And does that change for each kind of process? So, like, if you were think if if you're going to be having IVF, would you have something different than if you were going for ICSI? No, no. It's more as if, like, more of, like, personal. Right. Like, yourself. So, like... So, would each woman have the same investigation done? I think everybody would have, like, the what I had. Right, okay. That's like your standard thing, but then there's extra ones that you can that you can go for as well. Right, okay. So say if a doctor or a clinic's already found something, mm-hmm. or they think they've found something, then they would add that kind of on yeah. to what could be done. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, so what about the blood test then? How, how did you feel about <clears throat> that? Because obviously you're not great with getting your blood taken. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember when you were pregnant and you were going to be getting your blood taken. I was like, oh, can I lie down? I normally faint. Well, yeah, and I did say that to her as well. I always kind of like warn people, and everybody always thinks that it's because I'm scared of the needles, but it's not. It's because, and I said this to the woman yesterday, my body knows when there's a lot of blood getting taken out of it, and it just is like, oh, no, can't cope. Panic stations, panic button. Yeah, but she was all right, actually, yesterday. I think it depends on how much they're taken out and how good they are. I've taken it as well. How much did you have to have taken out? I think there was three. I didn't look. Oh, right. That's quite a lot, actually. from when I was looking, it looks like... I'm sure there was three there. Because I'm sure whenever I've had bloods taken before, it's generally just been two. Mm. So, yeah, three is quite a lot. I think it was, yeah. But, like, yeah, sometimes the... I've, I've had, like, three or however many taken before, like, especially when I was pregnant with Oakley as well. Yeah. But yeah, I always think it, it just depends on how good they are at kind of finding the vein and how good they are at getting it out. Because some people are so quick or and it just like comes out so super quick. Mm. But then other times it's like, ugh, jab, jab, jab. <laughs> so it depends on how good it is. And if they're not very good, then I'll faint. <laughs> not sure if you'll know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you think that they took three so that they could test it three times? Well, or or did, do they need a certain amount to test? No, she was tested. There was it was for three different things, and I can't remember what the third one was. But I know they was testing for to see if I was had anemia. Yes. Oh, what else was the other one? Oh, like the ovary reserves. Was this AMH? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there was something else as well, but I can't remember. What oh, right. She so said. the reason that it took three different. amounts was because they were tested for three different things Mm. right okay that's interesting because normally you would have thought they'd be able to take one and find out from that one Mm. the three different things Mm -hmm. so unless they do need a certain amount to test to find out yeah i don't know i don't know how it works i just give them my arm and let them take it (laughs) jab 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 (laughs) so i had my blood test done and i also had the internal ultrasound as well and how was your meeting with wanda wanda you know her name honestly the fact that she's called wanda makes things so much better why i don't know why but like it makes her it's like i even say her it's not a her but it makes her seem so much nicer you're like oh hello wanda i've heard so much about you how nice to meet you finally it is weird actually because it's not it, it's an animate object it's not gonna move it's not gonna know, it has got a name i suppose but it's not got yeah. a gender or anything but yeah even i i think of it as a her yeah I've only known about her for the past couple of days. There you go, her. Um, <laughs> I've only known about her for the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do think of it as a woman. Yeah. she's She was nice as well. She was all right. The fact that you call her wonder, like, it does make it seem like a friendlier thing. Mm. I think, did you find it easier kind of having that done with recently having a smear test? So, mm-hmm. obviously someone's been down there recently. <laughs> yeah. In that kind of area and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that kind of embarrassment was kind of taken away i would imagine because Mm -hmm. again you've recently just had something in that area done so yeah if it had been like a year or two Mm -hmm. do you think that would have made a difference possibly i don't know i think i think the older that i'm getting the less i kind of care about that because i just think 
they're there for a job and they're they've seen a million different like ladies parts and stuff like they're not actually Mm. looking at the part they're looking at what they need to look at for the investigation and stuff so yeah it doesn't but it is still a little bit awkward and it is Mm -hmm. still a little bit like (laughs) but everybody like whenever i've had anything like that done before everybody's always so nice Mm -hmm. and they're always really friendly and stuff this time around i actually found it really interesting because when you have a smear test you are you lay on the bed in the gp's office or whatever Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like looking at the ceiling like having an awkward chat while she's faffing about down there talking the titles here. <laughs> yeah right. literally just talking like about random things and stuff mm-hmm. whereas this time uh, you you could see like the ultrasound so you could actually see what she was looking at and she was pointing out all the different bits and stuff mm-hmm. and and so then because she was talking about all of that and you was looking at it all you kind of forgot about what was even happening yeah about what like what she was doing and stuff so yeah and it was okay it wasn't because before I went, I was Googling about it and Google's the worst thing. And it's so you see the pictures of it and you're like, oh my God, like that looks huge. And then it says that it's only like a finger's width. I'm like, that is not a finger. That is massive. But it actually, yeah, it doesn't feel big right, or okay. anything. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. There was a, a few moments where she would push to a certain side or whatever and you could kind of feel that then and it, it was just a bit like oh right okay. but it doesn't it didn't hurt mm-hmm. but you could feel that there was something there yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. but mostly i just found it really interesting yeah i can imagine that you kind of would especially if you were seeing kind of instant results mm-hmm. and it being explained mm-hmm. by a professional yeah as well i can imagine that because you never see that like you'd never see the inside of your body like that so and for me, it was a huge relief having that test as well, because it's something that I've always like worried about. Yeah. So yeah, to have that test and to be able to see that things were okay, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, even if things weren't okay, I think it would have still been a relief as well, because then you've got some sort of answer. So when you say that things were okay, what what were your results? Well, she said that she said that she could tell that I was at the beginning of my cycle because my lining was really thin, mm-hmm. and I'm, I was just like, "How can she even see that?" Like when she's pointing to things, I'm like, "That doesn't even look like anything." Like how does she know these things? Like obviously she's a professional, so mm-hmm. and she looks at these things all the time. But yeah, I was just amazed that she even knew what everything was. But um, yeah, so she said that, and then she said that. Everything else looked okay. My ovaries looked nice and plump. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that I'll probably ovulate from the right-hand side this month. Even things like that, I thought, that's amazing that you know that. Yeah, to be able to pick out yeah. minute detail. Mm-hmm. She counted like the follicles and stuff as well. She said they looked fine, like that I had enough and whatever. And the only thing was that I've got a fibroid, but she said that it wasn't huge... And it's she wouldn't really worry about it. And what is a fibroid? Um, it's like a cyst. Right. Okay. Um, I did have a little Google. Mm-hmm. I've not fully Googled into it, but <laughs> right. it's like a, it's like a, basically like a cyst. But she said there was nothing to worry about, and that it would probably be more, like cause more harm or whatever. Trying to get rid of it. Yeah. She said it's not. She wouldn't think that that's impacting fertility. Right. So, okay. 
So yeah, you just take her word for it. Like if she says it's nothing to worry about, then I'll well, like, yeah, that's, that's it's all nothing you can to worry do, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Um, she knows what she's talking about. So exactly, yeah. So it was quite nice to think because I've always thought that there was something wrong there. So that was okay, and she didn't check my tubes or anything though. Right. Which is something I've always worried about. I've always always thought that they there would be something wrong with those. Because of the fact that back in the day, when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. um, I did have chlamydia at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah. And I never know how long I really had it for, because it was mm-hmm. when I was in like a relationship. So I don't really fully know. So yeah, so that's always played on my mind since having that, that that's caused some issues. But she said that there was no, like, there was no reason for her to check my tubes mm-hmm. or anything so she would she had no worries that like that would be an issue or anything as well so yeah. they didn't get checked mm-hmm. but so yeah so everything seemed okay with that so it's basically just waiting back for the blood test results now as well which is next Week. wednesday mm-hmm. where we have the video consultation isn't it yeah which is exciting because yeah, yeah, I feel like then, we'll finally kind of like know a little bit more from yeah. there. We know where we stand mm-hmm. and what's next steps and yeah. hopefully when those mm-hmm. next steps are and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely an exciting time mm-hmm. for how long we've been oh, going through this and stuff. So mm. roll on next Wednesday, basically. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to that. For the investigations as well, I also had to have my weight checked. Mm-hmm. And my blood pressure and my height. Yep. Um, and that was the bit where I failed the most. Right. In what way? <laughs> well, because I did not even think that I was going to get my blood pressure done. So the top that I'd wore was a little bit like difficult like to pull up on my arms. Uh... It was like a little bit tighter. So I was like really trying to like pull it up and I'm like is that okay is that enough arm <laughs> which it was thankfully because I thought oh I'm gonna have to get undressed again well um, she's already seen downstairs well so. it was a different woman <laughs> uh, mind that. and then when I went to do the height bit she was like just stand stand there against the wall so I stood next to the wall but I wasn't stood next to the height thing she was like oh just next to the silver bit and so I stood but I stood like completely the wrong way I stood, oh, I don't even know how to explain it, but I stood wrong anyway. And was then there she was, a thing that kind of came down? And yeah, yeah. Did you stand the other side of that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Clever. And then she pretty much just had to, like, move me into the right place. And I thought, oh, God, they, how are they going to think? Like, she's wanting a child. <laughs> she and she's already got one. She can't even understand basic instructions. But, yeah. So it was so it was bloods, mm-hmm. a visit from Wanda. Yep. Height, weight, and blood pressure. And blood pressure were they the five? Yeah, for me. Parts yeah. that were done. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. quite, it's quite, it's quite a range, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was quite I a lot. That In comparison to you, yeah. <laughs> go in that room, ejaculate into a cup. Yeah. Okay. The end. You don't even have to speak to anyone. No. <laughs> Thankfully. Hello. It was really nice going to the fertility clinic though, because um, that was my first time, and I was really nervous going. But then when I was in there, and there was a few other people in the waiting room, it just made me like 
a little bit emotional. Yeah. Because I just thought, like, all these other people are here. Mm-hmm. We've all got the same goal, but we've all got, like, different backstories as well. Yeah. Like, we'll have all been there for different reasons. Like, we've all got different, like, fertility issues. Mm-hmm. We've all got different lengths of time that we'll have been trying for. We've all got different, like, stories in that sense. But then we've all got the same end goal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, obviously, when you went in, you were, like, by yourself. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have seen anyone else going up or anything, did you? No. So it was literally when you first got into the mm-hmm. waiting room or the upstairs reception yeah however you want to put it is that when you first came across anyone else mm-hmm. right okay yeah and but did that make you feel at ease seeing other people there yeah i don't think it would have bothered me like either way really but it was yeah it, it just made me feel like a little bit emotional because i was just thinking about like because you sometimes think like oh what like what well, i wonder what you do i wonder what you like when you're in a waiting room i do anyway right. <laughs> like think about like what that person's like um, so were you people watching rather than just like, not watching them but I, I was aware I mean, I yeah, of yeah, yeah, them yeah. yeah I don't mean that as such I mean were you like yeah aware mm-hmm. of your surroundings rather than like yeah. your phone because I remember when I went I was checking my work emails oh no no. unless someone came in I kind of like give a quick glance you just do that naturally don't you you kind of mm-hmm. see who's around and stuff but yeah, yeah I can remember giving a quick glance to seeing who was coming in or who was leaving mm-hmm. but yeah it was generally just chicken work emails uh, no i was just i literally i sat there and i kind of like just was noticing everybody that was around and all the different notices that were on the boards and stuff like that as well and i was just thinking like how amazing is it that all these people who work here are helping us to have a child yeah like how amazing is it that we even have like that to have access to mm. like it is quite oh. plenty of countries in the world won't have that as well mm. Like, they won't have that whatsoever. Yeah. And people back in the day would have found it difficult. And even now, to be fair, like, people do find it difficult to get access to, like, IVF and things like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. Yeah. Just maybe like, oh. But no, it was... Obviously, it's another kind of box ticked on the our journey through infertility and stuff. So, as we say, the next one is the video consultation next week mm-hmm. and then once that one's ticked I think beyond that I'm hoping yeah we've got kind of blanks so mm-hmm. there's, there's stages but we've got blanks as to what they are and blanks as to when they are so yeah. there's video consultation next week's hopefully going to fill in those blanks yeah exactly hopefully on that they'll, because so far we've not actually had any discussion with anybody really. well I've definitely not We've just gone for tests and that's it. We've had no sort of like proper discussion with anybody. No, even my results. Mm. It wasn't really really a discussion. It was more right. This is where you're where you're at. This is what you've got. This is where you could go to yeah, if you need that, to. That was kind of it. It wasn't so much. Yeah. A discussion, I would say. It was mm-hmm. more like me being informed. Yeah. Than anything else? Exactly. So hopefully, from this consultation, we'll hopefully find out really what the next steps is and we'll hopefully like get on track to having treatment as well hoping so (laughs) hoping it's a date sooner rather than later basically so i did get a question from somebody i've got on instagram um who is if you want to follow her she's at the underscore journey underscore two underscore three 
she's very nice. We speak to her quite a bit, actually, and she's really nice and supportive. But she asked for us to discuss the stages that we took to get referred to the fertility clinic. I think when you're in the very first stages of it, it feels like everybody else who is ahead of you has got there really quick. Mm -hmm. That's how I always feel whenever I see anybody that's ahead of us sort of thing in the process, I always think like, how has it happening so fast for them, but not for us? But it's not the case at all. No. Um, For us, it's taken ages Mm -hmm. to get here. I know some people might, it might take even longer. We could actually be quicker than others. I know it depends on your test results and stuff and also whether you're private or NHS and whereabouts in the country you are. It's all kind mm-hmm. of a lottery with that. For us, it has taken quite a while. So I first... So we knew that we had to wait a year before we could even see the GP. Yeah. Because we knew that the first time around with Oakley because they just wouldn't even entertain anything at no. all until a year. Even mm-hmm. when we did go at the year mark this still made us then come back again a little bit later on. Like she still wouldn't really speak to us properly at the year mark because the fact that we were young. Um, Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, just keep trying. Yeah. Wasn't it? It wasn't anything beyond that, really. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, yeah, just keep trying. It might might happen. Yeah. We had no tests or anything at all at that point. She did literally just ask if we smoked, if we drank a lot, if we were obese. And... Yeah, and then obviously she knew that was that we was in our twenties, so just said, "Keep trying." Yeah, that, that, and that was, was it. That was it. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time around, we knew that we needed to wait a year anyway. So we that, did that. That didn't mean that you weren't eager to go any earlier. Though. Oh, I know. Yeah, because your patience is horrendous for yeah. anything. But for us trying for a second, like mm-hmm. a second child, has been a lot worse. Yeah. Because, yeah, your patience just isn't great. I know. I think, uh, I think I actually ended up waiting until... Because we conceived Oakley at around 15 months. So I think I actually kind of... I don't think I waited completely until 15 months. I don't think I was patient enough for that. But I think I did wait a little bit longer than a year before I went to see the GP. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, maybe it just takes us a year. Maybe, maybe it takes us that 15 months each time or something. Yeah. So I did wait a little bit longer. Plus, then we was getting into the awkward times because it was all this coronavirus stuff that was happening. Well, yeah, it was around about that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That we ended up... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was about March time that I actually went to see the... Well, contact the doctor. I'm pretty the, the certain doctor. it was March 23rd that we went into lockdown, so... Yeah, because I contacted the doctor over the online thing that you can do yeah. first mm-hmm. just to kind of so I could fully explain everything because yeah. I find it difficult when you're ringing on the phone and you're speaking to a receptionist I find it difficult to kind of like fully explain stuff yeah so I rang I mean I went on the the online consultation thing and just mm-hmm. obviously informed them of kind of of everything and, and of the ba- of stuff. our background and yeah. everything as well, um, and I think she she might have asked us to wait a little bit because of lockdown and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think we had to wait a little bit, but we didn't have to wait until lockdown was completely over. Because I know I went for my blood test while we were still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, she made me go in for a blood test. 
that blood test ended up being at the wrong time. (laughs) So the results came back as abnormal. And then I had to go back in for a blood test again. And then that time the blood test came back as okay. Yeah, because you you panicked kind of when you got the results back saying it was abnormal. I can remember that. Yeah, because that was the first... Anytime you hear abnormal, you go, oh, yeah, that's not great. Exactly. That was the word that just like stood out so much, the abnormal. And I was like, because I didn't know it was at the wrong time. I don't know properly what time, like when they need to do that. Exactly, like when I got um, the GP phone to me about my sperm Mm. analysis results, uh, she said that on the letter, which I don't think I ever got back, it said suboptimal. Mm -hmm. And that's a word that's always stuck with me as well. So abnormal would stand out and would stay Mm -hmm. with you, really. Exactly. So that really scared me because I thought, I knew there was something wrong. (laughs) But then the second results came back and they were okay. And then that was it. There was nothing else from that. And then we had to wait quite a while again. So that was all kind of like around March, April time. Yeah. And then they eventually managed to refer you for your sperm analysis. And then you had that in September. Yeah, it was like Mm mid-September. I can't remember when we spoke to the GP about getting me then seen to... I would, I feel it was like, basically after that blood test. I feel like we we'll had to wait about three months, three, four months yeah. to actually get the appointment. Mm-hmm. So, But we did tell... At, yeah, you're looking at around about April, May time that yeah. I think the GP put in the referral. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. It, it took around four months. Yeah, because we did tell her that we wanted to move, like just keep go ahead. going ahead with yeah. everything. Like mm-hmm. referrals to whoever you need to refer us to, just get it done. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you had that in September. You got your results back in December, end of December. Just before Christmas, yeah. Yeah, because that was a nightmare. That took forever because you said you was going to get the results back a week later. And then it was like weeks were passing by and I was like, are we even going to get these results at all? Well, yeah, because when I'd gone to the fertility clinic, they did tell me that yeah. I'd get my results within a, mm-hmm. like after a week. And then, yeah, a week went by and then two weeks went yeah. by. And I think maybe three went by and I was like, right, after you mm-hmm. pester me and stuff. I did say, oh, yeah, like I'll phone the GP. And then that's when I phoned the GP to find out the results. Mm. But she couldn't tell you properly either, could no. she? No. So, but I think that might have pushed it like helped a little bit yeah because then i think didn't she then try and contact them yeah so she contacted them over the the phrasing suboptimal Mm -hmm. just to see what it was about but then you're looking at a two-month wait between (laughs) the gp speaking to me and us actually getting Mm. spoken to by the specialist i know and that's the worst bit the worst part is waiting around especially then when you're getting these little like nuggets of information so then your your mind goes into overdrive and you just start thinking of all the worst like possible things as well um and kind of beyond that the fact that you're waiting around to find out these results but yet you're still trying to conceive naturally not knowing the information that they know. Mm-hmm. So they knew that I was kind of had a lower sperm yeah. count and stuff. But we were like, oh, yeah, like, we'll just time it even better this mm-hmm. time and all that kind of stuff. Yes, obviously, like timing it better is going to help and give us a better chance. But at the same time, knowing that we had a lower sperm count would have actually like helped us understand it a bit more rather than us 
trying to yeah. time it and then finding out mm-hmm. a week later, 10 days later, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that it hasn't worked and it upsetting us. Yeah. We wouldn't have been as upset, I don't think, if we'd known that. Mm-hmm. The results, basically, yeah. if we'd known the results before. Because mm, you kind of expect it once you know the results. Yeah, you do. It's it's a shame that you have to think that way, but mm-hmm. we, we still do it now, don't we? Like, yeah. We'll try to conceive naturally and then it gets to a certain point. Mm-hmm. And you do build your hopes up and you think, oh, well, I know what you're like. We're like <laughs> symptom spotting and stuff like that. I, know. I try not to. I say every month I'm going to not, but then you can't but, help but it. But then you do, yeah. And you think, oh, is this, yeah. is this it latching on? Is this, is mm-hmm. this meaning I'm pregnant? And all that kind of stuff. But then period comes and you kind of go, right, okay. It, it was to be expected. Well, I do. So yeah. I, I, I always go, well, I didn't expect anything different because mm-hmm. I know what I'm working with yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah so we got your results back eventually yep so that was just in time for christmas i'm sure it was the i think it was the 23rd or something yeah and then so when you had that phone call with the nurse you then said we wanted to go ahead again. We want to anything. go ahead. Just get us going ahead. Yep. And that's when then we said we'll go private as well. Yeah. And then not long after that, they would have sent through the letter to you mm-hmm. for your investigation. Yeah. And sent through the letter for the video consultation. Yeah. They both came at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So So then that's like the beginning of February that we've then got these And then these between two your investigation, which was the third, mm-hmm. second... Which was the second. Yesterday, yeah. Yes, the second. <laughs> I'm completely lost with my days now that I'm not at work. Um, yeah, so the second, mm-hmm. and then it's eight days later that we'll have the video consultation. So but the gap there yeah, is tiny yeah. compared to anything that we've had mm-hmm. before. I have heard that um, from different people that once your tests are out of the way, the next bit goes quite quickly. Obviously, again, it probably depends on where you are in the country and whether you're NHS and private and stuff but I have heard that once you the tests are the longest part like that takes forever trying mm. to find out what the problem is yeah um, once you know the problem and you're actually going in for the IVF mm-hmm. apparently that bit's a lot quicker right okay so hopefully that'll be the case for us as well well I'm hoping so yeah and the reason why we've gone private as well is because we would basically have to pay for it anyway. <laughs> we've kind of well, got no choice yeah. to go private because yeah. we've got Oakley already. Mm-hmm. That means we don't qualify for the NHS. Yeah. So. Oh, um, miracle baby. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically how we got referred. Yeah, that's that's the different stages basically to where yeah, we are now. for us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, again, it would be different for people if, say, you went for your, say, if I would have gone for my first blood test and they'd come back with something, then there might have been different things to try first. Yeah. Or if this was our first, I don't really know if things might have been a bit different. No, I don't think so. Right, I think okay. if it had been our first, I think we'd be exactly the same. Right. Okay. I think they take just as long with your first as it does it for anything else. I don't think they really fully take it into account that you the fact that you've got another right. one. What about like extremities of difficulties? Would that make any difference? So if someone had like an extreme case of having a difficulty to conceive or have a child, would that speed up a process at all? 
Um, I don't think so. If anything, that probably would make it even slower. It's mm. like, yeah, because then if you've got more tests that you've got to go through mm. to find the problem or to try and fix a certain problem, right? it's going to take longer. Right, okay. But, yeah. The annoying thing is, is that you can't speed it up. There's nothing that you can do to speed it up. There's nothing that you can say or anything like especially if you are on the NHS as well, because it's just the NHS, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and um, we can't fault them whatsoever. Yeah, of- actually, they have been really good. This time around has been a lot better than the first time with Oakley. Mm-hmm. Since I saw the GP the first time around mm-hmm. um, and got my blood test and spoke to her, I didn't feel like I'd been dismissed at all. Whereas with Oakley, I felt like I was just dismissed straight away. Like every time I tried to speak to them, I was getting dismissed. Yeah. Whereas this time around, I feel like everybody's been wanting to help, mm-hmm. which I was not expecting as well with the fact that it's lockdown and coronavirus everywhere and stuff as well. I thought it was going to be even harder for us, but yeah. Yeah, because you would think that the focus would be on coronavirus, but mm-hmm. it hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't been that way at all. Mm. I did feel a little bit bad when I was at the fertility clinic yesterday, though, because they were they were understaffed, um, and you could tell that they were a little bit stressed out, and they were they couldn't take as much time with you, like with me. There was quite a lot of times when I was kind of like properly left by myself, and they did apologise quite a lot and everything as well, and they did say that they were like struggling with staff mm-hmm. today and everything as well. And then I did feel a little bit guilty because I was like, oh, like there's all this coronavirus and lockdown going around and we're trying to have a baby. I know, but at the same time, as, as, as a lot of people say, life needs to carry on as, yeah, exactly. as normal as we can make it. Yeah, and you can't put it on hold when you've been trying for no, so long as well. No, not, not for us. Mentally, it wouldn't be very good for no. us. Um, and we've got body clocks as well. Yeah. And people being in a worse place than what we are mm-hmm. and they'll be going through it and stuff and they can't wait. Yeah. It, it is a shame because as you say, the fact that the NHS, NHS staff are working as much as what they are, like they are brilliant for working mm-hmm. that. It's just unfortunate that we'll have got mm-hmm. these current circumstances. Yeah. I feel like it's everywhere as well, to be fair. Because I did feel really bad. And then I thought, well, I suppose that's like anywhere. Like everywhere is working on minimal staff at the minute. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just one of those things that we're all having to deal with at the minute. So there's yeah. no reason to feel guilty. No, no. <laughs> But not that I don't think any NHS... NH, why can't I say NHS? <laughs> NHS. Not that I think any of that staff will be listening to this. But if they are... Thank you for the job that they are doing. Yeah. Even though we're going private now. <laughs> because we have to. Yeah. So, to round us off today, I've got a little challenge for you. Is it go to sleep? No, that would not be a challenge. <laughs> I know, that's why I wanted to do it, because I would nail it. No, right, I've got a challenge for you. So, this might be a new little thing. I might... Um, ask you a few little questions or whatever statistics and facts and stuff and then you can give us the answer can I and then ask, I'll give you the actual can answer can I ask you crooked <laughs> questions at some point then huh? can I ask you crooked questions at some point no because this isn't even... a cricket podcast oh, go on then 
Right, so um, I've done this with you before. Hang on, let me find it. Yeah, so I've done this with you before. Yep. But it was a while ago. Yep. So, and you did not have a clue at all. So I'm hoping that since we're like progressing... Have you got my answers from that time? I have, yes. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) So since we're um, progressing a little bit more and you're now in the Instagram world... Yes. I think that you might actually be a bit better at it now as well. So your answers should be right. So I'm starting you off easy. So this, what we're doing at the minute is I'm going to give you a few of the fertility acronyms. Okay. So we're starting off easy. How many are we doing? How many do you want? Six. Six? I was going to say four or five. All right, five. We'll do five. Okay, then. Because I don't want to use them all up because then I'll have to find facts and stuff for next week. (laughs) Five's fine. We'll do five. Right, Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so you've done these before, but hopefully you should be better at them this time. So Can't guarantee anything, by the way. I'll start you off easy. Last time, so there's 13 overall. Last time you got one right out of 13. Up the boys. <laughs> so the first one, you've got to get this right. Oh, well, this is just putting pressure on me now. TTC. Trying to conceive. Correct! Well done! Done. Uh, that one was the only one that you got right last time. Oh, <laughs> so that, I was that, hoping that, that you board got well. <laughs> I hope I got. I was hoping I got that wrong last time. No, that one was right, and I was hoping that you was gonna get that right, seeing as it's um, you know, like in our Instagram names. Oh, why have I got these three letters? <laughs> I, just, I just copied you. <laughs> right, the second one uh-huh. is PCOS. I actually, I don't know. I just know that you say PCOS and I've no yeah. idea what it stands for. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Do you not at all? No. Give it, have a guess. Have a guess. I want to see if you're any closer than you was last time. Um, no, I, I, I really can't Have think. a guess, have a guess. Just I, I, four words with the letters P-C-O-S. That's all you need. I can't think. Oh, rubbish. Fail. Do you want me to tell you what you said last time? Yes. People conceiving or sex? Question mark. <laughs> what, do you mean that isn't right? No. Oh. Do you want to know the answer? Yeah. I'll tell you the answer and then you still won't remember. No. But it's polycystic ovary syndrome. Yeah, I would never have got that. Well, we'll move on. This one, you've got to know this one. This one you'll get right, I think. T-W-W. Why are you looking at me so confused? I don't know. Um, I'm sure you've said this before. T-W-W? T-W-W. I've said this before. You've definitely said it. Yeah, not you've not said the acronym, but you've said the, the phrase. I've said the phrase. Yeah, you when, know the when, phrase. When did I say the phrase? And it might jog my memory. Well, just in conversation. <laughs> yeah, but when? Or where? Where was <laughs> I'm not I? Telling you, I don't know where you was. I don't remember that. But you've definitely used the phrase. Because now that I'm like trying to think of words at a TWW, I've got like the Women's Weekly <laughs> in my mind. And I'm like, well, that's got nothing to do with it at all. TWW. Mm. I'm having like brain constipation here. <laughs> So are you going with the Woman's Weekly? Is that what you think it is? Uh, I don't think that's what it is. 
but I'm going to go with it. Well, you're wrong. What did I say last time? The last time you said the waterway. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sure I would have been closer last time. Um, would you like to know the answer? Absolutely. Two-week wait. Oh, right, okay. See, so you've used that phrase before. If I said that for, like, when I ordered the PC or something. No, you've said it to me before when we've been on about everything. Oh, have I? Yeah. I surprised myself. Oh, God. I honestly thought you was going to be better at this this time. There's only been three. Yeah, but they're going to get harder. These I've picked the easier ones to start off with to, like, ease you in gently. Right, this one, 100%, you are going to get this one. Because you have definitely said this to me before. Right, can you stop building us up like that? Because <laughs> it's not... You are. You're going to get this one. These next two ones, you are definitely going to get them. And if you don't, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Because you... And you should know these ones now. BFP. Big. Fat. Positive. Yes! Woo! Well done! Thank you. Big fat negative. Big fat negative. Is BFN? Yes. Well done. Knew that was coming. (laughs) Well, that wasn't another question, but well done. Um, Oh, I thought that was going to be the next one. No, so you've already done better than you did last time. It's because you've now got two right. Brilliant. Well done. Uh, Last time you said body failing parents. Hey, that's a good guess. (laughs) Not for BFP. BFP, you're not, like, you haven't failed, have you? You've got the positive. So it's not a good guess. Yeah, wrong. but it makes sense. Like, it fits. The waterway <laughs> didn't make sense. The Women's Weekly doesn't make sense. The Women's Weekly? That's like a magazine. I know, yeah. Uh, right, and the last one. Again, you're definitely going to get this one. 100%. AF. Yes, I knew this one was going to come up. It's Anne Frank. No, it's, <laughs> it's Anne Flo. As in, Period. Yes, well done. Thank you. Last time you said after fertility. Oh, hey, again, that was an educated guess. It was, quite good. <laughs> it was. You got the word fertility in there, at yeah, least. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not like the Women's Weekly. <laughs> yeah. So well done. There was only so you only got two wrong out of those ones. Three out of five. Yeah, we'll see how you get on next week. What percentage is that? I don't know. <laughs> Sixty. 60! Well done! Thanks. Um, Yeah. We'll do the other ones next week. We'll do a few more next week. How many is, is there in total? 13. Oh, right, okay. I so might try and find some more as well. But there's 13 on here. Right. I, I, I promise not to do any research between now and then. I know you're not gonna. Yeah, probably not. You don't do research for anything, so. No, not really. You don't even remember anything that I've spoken to you about, so. What? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that brings us nicely onto the end of this podcast today. It's just been a nice little chat. We've had nothing serious. Yeah, no, it's it's just been nice though, hasn't it? It's been, as you say, a chat where we've mm. just been able to kind of talk about... Where we're at. Yeah, where we're at, what happened yesterday. Yeah. Where we're going. Mm-hmm. And next week, we will be doing the podcast on the day that we've had our consultation. So everything will be fresh in the memory. Yeah, so next week we'll discuss all of that really i think it'll be like breaking news well i don't know if it will be let's not get our hopes up that much but (laughs) hot off the press yeah hopefully we'll have something to discuss anyway i'm sure we will Mm -hmm. i'm sure we will yeah but anyway we'll say goodbye now i think yeah i think we should yeah
This has been nice. So, yep, thank you for listening once again. And please spread the word because we do enjoy doing this. And, yeah, we just want to keep doing it, basically. We want it to grow. want it to reach more people. Yeah. And keep giving us your questions and topics and stories and everything as well. Because even if it's not necessarily a topic that we say that we're going to talk about, we then can talk about it if you bring it up. (laughs) If that makes sense. (laughs) And just thinking there, we will have some exciting news to bring you next week. But until then, we're not going to reveal what that exciting news is. What's the exciting news? Okay. <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening. Goodbye from me. Yes, thank you. Bye.